You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk Providing material for use by hospital radio stations across the UK Welcome to On Air Podcast number 14 Yeah, this is Matt Waite here, your host Recorded on the 13th of August 2006 And uh, recorded live from the studios at Hospital Radio Chelmsford uh, decided to come down here and uh, record it here. Got the window open, so you will hear uh, a little bit of uh, noise and bits and pieces. So I uh, hope you don't mind. Uh, back from my holidays now. Ah, yes, Cornwall is just a, a dim memory in my uh, very small brain now. Uh, but had a lovely time and uh, had a nice few cream teas, uh, which were very, very nice indeed. And um, went to Newquay and was based down on the south coast between Lou and Paul Perro. Very, very nice time indeed. If you haven't been on holiday yet, uh, I hope you have a good one. And uh, if you come back, I hope you feel in, uh, refreshed and uh, ready for uh, work again. Yeah, the W word. It's horrible, isn't it? So, um, yeah, sorry for the break in podcasts, but uh, we're back with on air podcast number 14. I hope you enjoyed number 13, uh, which was uh, one of our first interview uh, series. We've got another interview for you today uh, on today's podcast. And that's with Bruce Shakespeare talking all about his radio plays, which are uh, on offer to you. We heard from uh, Richard Smith the uh, in on-air podcast number 13. If you haven't had a chance to listen to that, well worth it. He um, Richard does the A to Z of pop at the A to Z of pop dot co dot UK. The A to Z of pop dot co dot UK. And so we'll be catching up with the, the interview with Bruce Shakespeare a little later on. If you'd like to contact the programme, love to hear from you. Um, all of the contact details are available on the HRC website. Not the HRC website. The On Air Podcast website. www.onairpodcast.co.uk uh, You can email the show as well, onairpodcast at gmail.com You can send us a voicemail, call into the listener and feedback line on 020-7870-1287 Send me an instant message. On uh, MSN, my instant message uh, address is uh, mattwade01. Or you that is the same for Skype as well. And uh, you can also, on the website, just click on the comments link, which is below each show's posting. And it would just be great to hear from you. You're listening to the On Air Podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk. Some feedback I have had on the Frapper map. Now, unfortunately, at the uh, NHS, they have blocked my Frapper map. So I can't say who's been on there, but I know there's been a couple of guys. And so I'd like to say hello to you. I'm sorry I can't remember your names, and I haven't written it down on my pad. And uh, because I can't get access, I can't, uh, I can't give you a name check, but I will on the next one. You know who you are. There's been a few that have said, mention me on OAP number 14, and uh, so... I will. Also, I'd like to say hello to Tony Ledizel. I'm probably uh, murdering your name. Sorry, Tony, from Milton Keynes Hospital Radio. Uh, got in touch with me. So uh, hello to you, Tony. Hope you've uh, sorted out how to listen to the podcast and uh, you're uh, getting it loud and clear. And hope everything is going well at Milton Keynes Hospital Radio. There's been a few website changes, by the way. I've uh, changed my hosting provider to um, for the onairpodcast.co.uk. Uh, taken the ads off. 
because uh, basically they were earning me no money and I didn't want you to make uh, I didn't want you to feel that I was earning thousands of pounds out of this podcast because uh, believe me I'm earning nothing out of the podcast all right and uh, so I've taken those off and uh, what I've done is added a few links to program elements including um, the A to Z of pop and of course story nori Dot com as well. It's all down on the right hand side. Just uh, go and check out the website. Please do. Also going to be adding some subdomains in. Um, I've got hold of the radio plays that Bruce Shakespeare d- does, which you'll hear about in a moment. And uh, so we're going to have a subdomain on the on air podcast website where you'll be able to go and download his radio plays for use on your hospital radio station. Should you decide you want to uh, play them okay time for a, a bit of music and uh, as i'm at hospital radio i've been able to uh, trawl the hrc library and pick out something from our hrc night network which is our relaxation network which runs from 11 until 5 in the morning which is uh, just basically laid back instrumental music and uh, one of the artists that got involved with the project is rob coslow and this is his track called semester days hope you enjoy this one
Grosso, taken from our HRC Night Network. Uh, that's a track called Rob Coslow and Semester Days. I uh, hope you enjoyed that one. And uh, if you'd like to get tracks like that, um, just get hold of me and uh, I shall pass on uh, the details for you. The HRC Night Network is, is a really great bit of programming and it's uh, something that the, uh, the Trust requested from us and we were able to provide, which uh, gave us a few brownie points too. Uh, if you'd like to find out any more details, just get in touch with the on-air podcast, onairpodcast at gmail.com. Okay, on to some HBA news. And, uh, of course, the conference is coming up soon, the Norwich Conference. I almost double-booked myself. The conference coming up the 27th to the 29th of October 2006 at the Ramanda, Ramanda Jarvis Hotel in Norwich. Yeah, if you'd like to get hold of a booking form, uh, they can uh, be got hold of from Mary Harper, who's the conference organiser, and you can ring her on 0870-321-6017, or you can email her at info at hbauk.com. So uh, well worth getting hold of. £129 for the full weekend, and uh, there's been a few uh, few of the talks and stuff already pre-advertised. He says, flicking through his new issue of On Air magazine. Yeah, the new On Air magazine has come out for July, August, issue number 111 with uh, Superman on the front. Superman, who happens to be Steve Moolen from Southampton Hospital Broadcasting Association. And uh, he was whipping up some Christmas spirit there. So just having a quick, uh, a brief flick through the on-air magazine. If you haven't uh, got hold of it, get down your station and uh, get trying to find it. Uh, Nigel's here with his uh, committee report. Still going around in circles in regard to getting hold of free music, free access to music anyway, uh, from from the uh, website uh, Music Point UK. And uh, still having a few problems with that. And uh, also uh, the model magazine publishing agreement that should be out and about, and also some charity law bits and pieces. June's travels. June's been busy, including coming and uh, giving me a, a long service award for 15 years at uh, our recent AGM in Chelmsford, and uh, she's had her big birthday as well. Not quite sure how old she'll be. Maybe it's the big 4-0 again. <laughs> hey, maybe that'll. Uh, Put me in the good books. And uh, also some uh, other news from other stations. Big birthday for Birmingham. Uh, Medway did some stuff for Hospital Broadcasting Week, as did um, some other stations as well. Cricket goes live on Hospital Radio Tunbridge Wells. And uh, so it's all very good. Dennis looks back at some previous episodes, some details of some new uh, technology, new automation and live assist technology called Tune Tracker. Um, 80th birthday celebrations, Trust AM. Uh, presenter on Trust AM celebrated his 80th birthday. Congratulations to you. Also, um, good old Tony Clark did 24 hours non-stop on air for his station, which is Radio Link in Limington, which, uh, by the way, has a very nice coffee shop in the town called The Buttery. Uh, Hospital Radio Barnet jazzes up some fundraising. Uh, also Causeway Hospital Radio in there, Rookwood Richard scoops an award as well, Hospital Radio Norwich as well, which uh, we might get a chance to have a little look around. And also interesting news and uh, some news that I found out whilst I was at the South East Hospital Broadcasting uh, Association meeting, the regional meeting, that uh, the Jumbo Sound, which is Hospital Radio for Good Maze and King George, launched um, their webcasting service. 
on the 25th of June. And they got a new president as well in the shape of Richard Digents. And uh, so they've started doing stuff online. You can have a listen to them uh, via their website, www.thejumbosound.com. Don't worry, all of these details will be in the show notes at the main onairpodcast.co.uk website, so you don't have to write it down now. It's uh, one of the beauties of podcasts. And uh, so they've decided to go on to web streaming due to the very, very poor nature of their headset units and uh, the internal trust and um, so they've decided to go down that route, which is a very interesting one, and I'm sure will provoke some uh, some comment. Um, some community radio licenses in there, and uh, that's about it, really, uh, and all the, the, the normal contact details. So that is On Air uh, Magazine, number 111, and uh, also hoping to get Mike Skinner on very, very soon, uh, once he's finished uh, doing some bits and pieces with Uckfield FM. Hopefully get him producing a bit of audio for us, letting us know what is going on in the world of HBA every month for us. Um, Mike has been in touch with me and uh, passed my details on to Gareth, who is the editor of the Count Me In Calendar website. Uh, The Count Me In Calendar website profiles hundreds of events and uh, it basically is a free service for -for not-for-profit event organisers. And uh, you can basically find out what's going on. Health, environment, education and learning, youth, international campaigns, overseas development, food, peace, religion and the arts. So you can basically say to your listeners, you know, this week it's uh, National um, Helper Hedgehog Week, something like that. Uh, so that uh, the link will be in the show notes to their website, the countmeincalendar.info site. And uh, we'll be hopefully having a chat with Gareth in the next couple of weeks for the podcast. Okay, time to hear from Bruce Shakespeare about his radio plays. And uh, I asked him, first of all, just um, just to explain what the what his uh, radio plays and, and what he does, basically. It's a fairly new venture. Actually, it um, transpired when I was doing my presenter test, because obviously before you go on the radio, the, any hospital radio, you have to have the presenter test. And, and Jason was saying that... Um, with the, um, our application for a restri- restricted public service licence coming up in 2007, we had no, no non-copyrighted material. Wouldn't it be great if we could do some more sort of audio stuff like plays and you know, stuff for the, uh, for the station, which wasn't subject to copyright, which we produced ourselves? And I happened to sort of mention that, actually, I've just written a play and uh, you know, we'd obviously need some help to produce it, and we went from there. So we started with, the, uh, the, with a play called One, Two and Me, which uh, was, was quite a little adventure, but it's an adventure in itself to get going. I mean, it's not as a writer. Um, I always felt that all I had to do was sit behind a computer screen and write it and, and just really write it, and you know, people would love it and or not love it or, or whatever. But what I didn't anticipate was having to do a lot more public work. I mean, interviews like this is fairly old hat with this stuff because I had to go around. The first thing to do with with the uh, with this sort of work is to actually get a cast together. And I actually found myself going around local um, uh, drama groups and having to sort of, you know, the stage is yours. Tell us about your play. Why do you want us to do it? And so I was, you know, from day one, before it was even the, the ink was dried on the paper, was actually going out and having to justify why I'd written this particular play and what I needed to do and all this sort of stuff. So it's been one quite long adventure, really. And uh, we, as I say, we started off with one, two and me and then moved on. We've done a couple more at the moment. Um, so that... that We've produced in the can, as it were, three um, for the time being, and then we've just put together another two, 
um, which uh, Jason has just put in the finishing touches to. And so what was the uh, feedback like from, from the drama groups that you went to? Did, were, well, were they it was great, actually. I was inundated with actors wanting to take part in this. Um, you know, they they read it, usual reluctance to, oh, you know, you know we're, we're, we're all amateurs, but I'll, we'll give you a, a, a chance sort of thing. But I was really heartened by the fact that they wanted to do the play. Uh, one to me, which is the first one for me, which is quite exciting anyway, was cast quite easily from the same group. And subsequent plays, which I took from other groups, and then I formed my own theatre group of actors, uh, have, have been the same, that they read through and think, oh, this is really good. Well, I mean, I have had some adverse reaction as well from the actors, saying that, uh, you know, it, uh, it couldn't possibly be, um, you know, I couldn't possibly do this. I did have a, a very strange reaction from my, because I work in, at Oxford University. Right. I tend to sort of, you know, meet quite a lot of other people who could be interested. And one particular guy was a, a trainee Catholic priest who had actually asked if he wanted to take part in, in one, two and me. And he, and he very kindly read the script and then wrote me about a three-page email saying why he couldn't do it on moral grounds, <laughs> which, which took me aback. I thanked him for his criticism. I mean, it really was well-read that he'd, he'd, he'd done. He'd obviously read it and thought about it a lot. And then, uh, as I say, he was uh, quite, you know, quite reasoned in, in his approach uh, to why he couldn't do this thing. What kind of feedback have you received um, from uh, listeners? Well, pretty good, actually. I mean, the, we've had... We'd, I mean, I don't know what your what other um, hospital radio stations are like, but feedback is, is, is not easily to come. No. I mean, they don't sort of phone up the station very often and say, you know, it's brilliant. But what I tend to do, because I go around the wards as well, because uh, I, I run a, a you know record request show, I sort of ask, and, and a lot, I'm surprised how many people, you know, with, you know, who I see and meet, who have actually listened to the play and think it's not bad, actually. Um, and it sort of whiles away an hour on a Wednesday morning for them, and, uh, which is what it's supposed to do. So yeah. uh, as far as I, c- I can get any feedback, it's all been fairly positive. You were writing before you joined the hospital radio station. Only just. It was, um, I joined the hospital radio station, um, and I was doing it during my training. I was writing a, a, a play, which had been on my mind for a while. I, mean, I have been doing some writing beforehand, but this is a, it was the first radio play. Um, and it's mainly because I, I suddenly found that I got an outlet, or possibly could get an outlet. Um, so I thought, well, it's worth actually writing this. When was the first one that, that you wrote? The, fir- the first one, the one to me, was I wrote that last year, about well, about last March, April time. So by the time I went to see Jason, I'd already mostly written it. So you're up to sort of number three, number four now. Well, we've done we've done one to me, which is which is still being broadcast. We've we've set up a sort of rotor. We we broadcast one to me every Wednesday, one week. The second one was quite interesting because um, Love Grows, which is what I call it, is a sort of a, more of a musical uh, love story. Um, when I found that the radio station's uh, traditional pantomime wasn't going ahead, or, well, I'm not sure, if it was, there was some doubt about it. I thought I'd write something Christmassy, but not a pantomime, just in case the pantomime came back and I would, you know, offend somebody by trying to replace it. So I wrote a, a sort of Christmas love story, which I suppose in the... Va- I mean, if I had um, Hugh Grant in mind as my lead actor, that's the sort of style it was written in. Right. And then we put a lot of music to that as well, so it's... It's a sort of a, a little half-hour light uh, love story for, uh, for well, because it's Christmas music, but because it, it could go in any, any time of year, really. And, um, then, and then we played the promo for Kiss Kiss You're Dead. Is that the third or the oh, fourth? Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, uh, that's just a recent one. We've just finished that one, Kiss Kiss You're Dead, which was uh, 
uh, a, a new a new venture for me because it's a sort of a, a crime drama comedy. Um, so that was that's the latest one that um, that's been put into production. That's, I think all the plays are different in every respect. I mean, you know, the Love Grows is a love story. One to me isn't it's something else. And then I had Tea Time Gossip in between. Um, and then Kiss Kiss You're Dead, which was uh, an entirely new venture and a, a real experiment. Um, and we haven't, I've not had the, um, the reaction yet because it's, it's not gone out as a regular thing yet. It's, it's gone out to the members and they've sort of said, oh, yeah, this is not bad, you know, or, you know the usual sort of right noises to make when I'm around. Um, but we haven't actually started um, putting that out just yet. What sort of equipment do you use to produce your place? Do you do it all, all at Radio Chowell itself? Yes, we do it we do all at Radio Chowell. Um, the scripts, of course, have to be full scripts. In t- I mean, the, um, I use the same format as the BBC Radio 4, so I have to put all my sound effects and, and, uh, and um, any, any um, musical background I need. I have to be, have to be fairly well planned. But uh, that's really for the, for the benefit of the cast, because what we do is we do the, the cast first. So all, the, all the spoken parts are done, um, and they, then we can pace it in order to put the sound effects in. So Jason is there with the uh, he, he records it on this uh, on the Adobe Audition, um, and so we take the the, um, the cast voices first, and then Jason will will then edit that uh, along with putting all the sound effects in. So everything is studio based. And are all the cast there all at the same time, or yeah, in in, um, in fact everybody goes in, into the um, into the studio. We have quite a crush in there, generally speaking. Yeah, I can imagine if it's anything like our studio, without air conditioning, and uh, you know, it just gets warmer and warmer. As, it uh, it as... does get particularly hot, actually. <laughs> yeah, um, and very crowded. And uh, they said so I was. I was just just a minute there thinking. I was getting a little bit confused. We have our latest play, which we've only just recorded. Uh, where are we? Thursday night. Um, it's a radio ad- adaptation of Kind Hearts and Coronets. I don't know whether you, you remember the 1949 Ealing comedy. I'm afraid not. No. Oh dear. Well, maybe some of the listeners will. Anyway, sure it's so. the Dennis Price and um, sort of version of this particular Ealing comedy. And I, t- I, I took the script and I converted it to a re- to a radio drama. And that I had to split up. There are so many parts to do. Um, and, um, you know, I had to split the cast up a little bit more on that one. So that was the first time we've done that. Mm. How long does it take the, the, the whole production process from, from first recording to completion? Uh, I would say, it, it, now, this is, it depends how fast I can make Jason work, really. <laughs> right. Depends <laughs> how sharp the stick is. Uh, well, he's, he's very good at, um, I mean, if he's got holidays and things, then obviously they get in the way. But uh, he's, he's actually fairly dedicated to the task, and, and it has been known for him to work at three in the morning in the studio on my sound effects. Oh, dear. I know. He's, um, and they're very good. I mean, he's, his target is to beat Radio 4's sound effects, and I think he, he does quite a good job of doing that, actually. So you do the, the midweek play, Wednesdays, 10 a.m., yep. on uh, Radio Chilwell, and you also do a request show, do you? I do, yes. I, I'm doing, actually doing two request shows at the moment. Because, uh, um, I, mean, I mean, that's my sort of, if you like, the, my bread-and-butter contribution to the radio sh- uh, station, is that um, I'll do a request show to go and meet the patients, because that's what hospital radio is, is about, is about what the patients want. Hmm. Uh, so a request show, is, is um, it gets you to the sharp end, as they say. Um, and the reason I'm doing two shows is that I'm, I'm also wanting to train some others to come up as well. So I'm, on my second show in the week, I will uh, take a trainee round with me uh, with the um, 
uh, with the intention of putting myself out of work, really. So they come along with me to train for the show that we're doing. Right, The Apprentice, your the very apprentice. own apprentice. Yeah, absolutely. What does the future hold for your plays? Have you got any more, you know, in the in the back burner? Are you thinking, you know, a biggie, a big uh, kind of smash hit? Well, <laughs> well, I can't judge whether or not it's going to be a smash hit or not. That's for the listeners to judge. But the, I'm certainly going to try for that. Um, I say we've, we've just recorded Kind Hearts and Coronets, which has been a long-term ambition of mine to actually do something with that because uh, I think it's such a fabulous script. But I've got other things in the, in the, uh, the pipeline. I've got a, a new series, which I've... Well, the first episode is done of a, a, a series of plays called Harry in Your Pocket, um, which I actually got... To, I, I don't know whether anybody went to Blackpool this year to the, um, uh, the Hospital Radio um, uh, the Awards. National Awards. Mm-hmm. Um, but I asked Jason to go and record the trams for me. Uh, which he did very diligently, and um, and now I've got to write the drama, which features all the uh, the tram noises and things. So, <laughs> um, okay. so I've got that in hand, and then I've got um, I will go just put in the planning process of, of another small series about a, a scene of crime officer, a trainee one. So um, there's that to do, um, and then a comedy drama, which I'm hoping to get some. Of the, we've got an awful lot of good new intake at Radio Charwell who are keen on writing. Um, so I want to try and introduce him to the um, to my, a new a new idea I've had of, of writing a, basically a sitcom based on a radio station. Um, so hopefully that will be a joint effort. You're um, welcoming other hospital radio stations to to get hold of your plays and yes, uh, and broadcast them out. Yeah. Yeah. There's different durations, are they? They are. Um, but what Jason has done is put them into an hour long program, um, and basically the. The, the plays are there. I mean, the program is there. If, if the if other hospital radio stations want to just pluck the program and take it, but very often they'd want to personalise it with their own jingles, for instance, mm. and and their own music. And and that's what Jason has done. He's, he's um, for instance, one, two, and me with the first one is a fifty-minute play, so that tends to take up the whole hour. Whereas Love Grows, the Christmas one, is only uh, thirty-five minutes, so there's a there's ample scope to put another program on. Or the you know to other music or other jingles and make a bit of a program with that. So there's quite a bit of scope there, um, and we've got the plays are of sort of varying durations, but all under an hour. Fantastic. So they can uh, fit in some sort of during the day during the automated programs. Well, they, that's indeed, and that was, that's what they're designed for. And also they can personalise them, so it sounds as you know it sounds as though it's, it's one of their programs. Um, and they can sort of, you know, whatever jingles they want to put to it or whatever new music or whatever message they're doing, the play is there just to fill a chunk of that programme. So uh, what's the best way to get hold of you and then get hold of the programmes? Well, <coughs> the the best way, I think, is to... Go to the Radio Charwell website. Go to the website. Radio Charwell website um, and then contact through there. But if they want to get a bit quicker than that, they can give me a call uh, on Oxford, which is 01865... And that's two seven three two two three. That's office hours. Yeah. Um, or if they'd like to contact me outside office hours, it's oh one eight six nine two four one one eight three. And that will sort of cut through the red tape, and we can get something moving a little bit quicker. Okay, fantastic. And uh, hopefully, with any luck, we we might be able to get a, a copy of them uh, onto our uh, podcast servers, and then they can download them straight Absolutely. through the internet. I mean, that's that's the ideal solution is to is to get all the, all the plays up to you, and then. Uh, you know they can down, download them at their uh, at their leisure and pleasure. And my final question is always: um, Is there anything I should have asked you? Oh, I don't think so. We've covered the past, the present, and the future, and I think that's all we can do. 
Um, and it's been great fun in, in, in talking to you, and thank you very much for giving me this opportunity, and I hope that if, um, if any of your listeners do have any questions, that they will contact me direct, and um, also, if they have any ideas for special commissions, I'm also happy to do that. That's a bit like po poaching other uh, people's ideas, but, well, there we go. We all have to make a living. Yes. Well, that's <laughs> what radio's all about, isn't Indeed it? Indeed it is. There's nothing new. <laughs> <laughs> Are there uh, little trailers that go with these? Yes. I've got... Um, various little trailers which we've we've done um sort of reasonably professionally so uh, we've got trailers and we've got uh, promo jingles as well for them as well that so again great. they can be all um downloaded bruce shakespeare thank you uh, very much for uh, spending time chatting to us and i hope you enjoyed that interview and the radio plays will be up on the website very very soon for you to download so just keep on checking the onairpodcast.co.uk website onairpodcast.co.uk and uh, they'll be on there as soon as you, as soon as possible and you can download them and use them on your station you're listening to the onair podcast on the web at www.onairpodcast.co.uk that is about it Another um, round of contact details if you'd like to get hold of me. The easiest way is on email, onairpodcast at gmail.com or you can just go along to the website www.onairpodcast.co.uk. If you would like to be interviewed on the show, I would especially like to hear from you. I'm looking to do a few more uh, interviews on the phone and uh, it'd just be great to hear from you. Or you can call the show 020 1287 and uh, I shall catch you for On Air Podcast number 15 in the next couple of weeks you've been listening to the On Air Podcast check out the show notes and any scripts needed by visiting the website at onairpodcast.co.uk you can email the show with comments audio or items for the next edition via onairpodcast at gmail.com the show's imaging is supplied by DivaWeb online at divaweb.co.uk